little bit different here on Wellington Mornings this morning. I want you to sit back. If you're driving, don't listen to me. If you sit back and just close your eyes for a minute, I want you to close your eyes and relax. Then I want to think, I want you to think about walking in the front door of the Wellington Library. I used to go in the back door of the Wellington Library. So I'm going to tell you my story from the back door because I spent most of my time at the library as you'll, if you've listened to my show for more than two days, you'll know I'm not the world's most used library person, but the cafe was just so fabulous. Clark's Cafe in the Wellington Library. I was fiercely, fiercely proud of our library. It was different. It was beautiful. And it was designed by Ian Athfield. A Wellingtonian. How good is that? That we had a library that was so, so fabulous, designed by a Wellingtonian. The colours were right out there. Claire, his wife, designed the colours. I was privileged enough to meet Claire when she did the colours of a nightclub of mine once, many years ago. Out there, completely out there. So when I read that they were going to keep a whole lot of the stuff to try and keep it to as, as uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Authenticity as they should have. They've got to keep the authenticity there. Georgina Campbell is my colleague at the Herald that does all the huge big stories and breaks all the news. She wrote the story about them keeping things. Georgina, thanks for joining me this morning. Hi, I've I got to tell you, and I know you're probably thinking that I'm an old fuddy-duddy, but I'm thinking the leather chairs where you sat by the pools and the smell of the coffee and the big chairs when you walked in. I, I just think they've got to save it all. Look, the, the library holds a special place in the hearts of Wellingtonians. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, I was surprised when the building, which is only 30 years old, was listed as a Category 1 um, heritage building when the council was deciding, you know, what to do with it because it's been closed due to an earthquake risk. So because of that, basically um, the Wellington City Council was going through the inside of the library um, under the supervision of a heritage expert and they're picking out any things that they think have heritage value. And these include things like the light fittings, um, which I found you know, a, a bit interesting. Um, sometimes um, they're also looking at things like the chairs, which I sort of was a bit more persuaded by in terms of the heritage value. But they're going to spend weeks and weeks kind of combing through the library to make sure that they're saving any, um, you know, heritage fittings before they go in and, and do the work to strengthen the library and get it, and get it back open again. Now, George, I know you would have spent I don't know you that well, but I know you well enough to know that you would have spent hours in that library. And I'm surprised that you, like me, don't want to try and keep it um, as, as much as Ian Athfield wanted it designed. I think it is part of our history. I really do. 
Yeah, the and I mean, in in my case, I studied in in Christchurch, so I guess a lot of the the time where I might have been using the library, um, I wasn't actually in Wellington for. But um, you know, Ian Asfield, uh, a lot of Wellingtonians feel really strongly about his architecture, um, and so you know, I can sort of understand why the building might be saved. But I think I was surprised that you know all the little fittings inside as well were considered to have heritage value but I suppose in their entirety they do sort of um, you know add to the look and feel of the library as as Wellingtonians know it. Yeah and I really I know it's not me and I know that we never we we very seldom cross paths on things but I kind of feel really strongly that that's part of its history. I really want it to remain as, and I never liked that. The old town hall, to me, pull it down, build a new one. You know, I've got no issue with any of that stuff. But there's something very, very special. And Rosie and I were talking about it before because Rosie did spend her time at university in Wellington and, and at the library. So it's got a very special part to her as well. I, I feel it's really important to keep it the way it was. Or, or and I think this will upset people, 0800 80 10 80, pull the whole thing down and start again. But don't try and play with uh, what Ian wanted and, and felt it should be. Yeah, and, and so, look, that, that's exactly what they're doing. They're, they're saving, you know, the library and all of its heritage value um, to keep it intact so that, you know, everything's stripped out and protected and put in storage and then, um, you know, they'll strengthen the library and do space isolators and get all of that work done and then, you know, put it back so I suppose how it was with a, a few improvements, if you like. Absolutely. So because it's a Category 1 heritage listed building, it gets special protections in the council's district plan. So, um, yeah, we, we don't sort of have to worry about the thing being bowled down. Um, it's, it's got a lot of love and attention to its heritage value now. Okay, quickly give us the who, what, when and how. Um, so basically, um, Wellington City Council staff are spending the next few weeks um, on this with, um, under the guidance of Heritage New Zealand to get rid of all the stuff inside the library um, and then that will be put into storage the books are already all out they're in storage at a warehouse in Johnsonville so I imagine something similar will be done they'll also be you know, itemised and um, catalogued and, and things like that uh, and then the council is currently looking for a contractor to uh, do the work they say that that could take up until Christmas or even into next year um, and then I think we'll start sort of um, seeing space in, in the ground to, to get this project underway. Okay, George, when do you reckon, and you're very good at predicting these dates, when do you reckon it'll open again? Well, at this stage, it's, um, we're looking at, at four years. But, okay. you know, as, as you and I both know very well, earthquake strengthening projects hardly ever um, sort of stay to their predicted timelines. However, there is a lot of public interest in this building and I think the the council and any of its partners working on this will really feel the pressure to get this thing back open. So, look, we'll we'll be watching very closely, as closely as we've been watching Transmission Gully in terms of how this thing's tracking. Beautiful. Thanks, George. Appreciate your time. Thank you, as always. Georgina Campbell, the special issues reporter for The Herald.